Yes, yes, Miss Truly, we're we're here now. We're ready to <laughs> rock and roll. We are live. I'm Johnny. That's the Greg. And wow, you guys are liking, subscribing, sharing, doing all those fun things to appease the internet gods. Greg's going to tell you about our partner. We are partnered with Audible.com, John. Uh, hundreds of thousands of audiobooks, all for you to enjoy podcasts, educational material. Uh, I'm going on vacation next week so i'm i'm gonna get me some good audible time in with uh i've got the second dune book downloaded i've got uh really yeah i'm gonna try to get through get through messiah um and that's just that's just like the start i mean and i always i always overpack for vacation i i download two or three audiobooks that i know i'm not gonna get through all of them i i bring books with me I'm bringing D and D material with me that I'm hoping to read, and I hope I can touch some of it. Yeah. Um, but if the people, if the people want to get on Audible, they can get 30 days on us for free. They could do that, and if you go to audibletrial.com/jatg, fill out the information, get on there. Um, you can get yeah, you can get Audible for for a month for free. And the great thing about uh, Audible is that let's say you do the the thirty days on us and you don't want to keep up a subscription, no problem. The books that you downloaded during that time are still yours to keep, and they do have free books on there. So it's not like you got to pay for stuff. If you want to read some of the classics or listen to some of the classics, they are on there. Just go search for them. Um, but yeah, they're yours to keep for forevermore, as long as Amazon is a company that's in existence, which is probably going to be within all of our lifetimes, that uh, you get to keep those books. So that's the deal. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G, 30 days on us. Boom. So for the deal today, literally, I have no idea what to talk about. So we're going to riff. So guys, grab a cold <laughs> one. Relax. Cheers to everyone. Um I guess we'll just start off the conversation with uh, I decided to watch Warcraft again, that movie that came out and I think it came out in 2016. I don't know if you guys know about it. It's this. I think it's like they're trying to they were trying to be Dungeons of Dungeons and Dragons. Well, well, they have a good community, right? The actual war. Yeah, war. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm getting double audio. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm trying to get our Facebook speed up um it's it's interesting because warcraft in and of itself yes it's a fantasy fantasy based video game but the whole deal video game well yeah and so like when it started it was a strategy game it was um hey marshall's on hey hottie there marshall um it was a strategy game you 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 built up your armies you built up your village and you were either human or orc and that's then through other uh like warcraft 2 they came out with like another species and then warcraft 3 and whatever but then they came out with world of warcraft which is the first real uh major multiplayer online experience and that's up 24 hours a day seven days a week yes it was and and people would log on and they've lost quite a bit of their market share um the last couple of years as people have kind of drifted away from the game and it hasn't really evolved like it should have. Okay. And then they, they, there was some, uh, the company that owns, uh, Warcraft blizzard, they've had some shakeups in the front office of things like just like the me too movement kind of thing or any ah, okay. racism and okay. a lot of, a lot of sex and sexism. Hey, just, I, it just came into my head. Now the guy that did, and I, I, I think it was on, I think it's on Apple TV. So I'm sure you've seen it. The guy that was on, and my eyes are closed because I'm trying to think of what I'm saying here. Um, the gentleman from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with his beard. Yeah. Okay. Didn't he do a, a parody off of Blizzard? There, yes. There is a, a series called Mythic Quest on yes. Apple TV, which is awesome. It's amazing. But Mythic Quest is the company that runs this massive multiplayer game that mythic quest which is a, a an imaginary world of warcraft knockoff is that the a, only real game in town though what is what warcraft well, is doing no they had other ones um and not that blizzard put them out by i know there was one called eve online which is like a space uh okay space fairing kind of one which was huge 
Um, but Warcraft was kind of king for a long time okay. because you, you'd make your avatar, you run around. I never really got into it. I played it a couple times. I'm like, ah, the graphics thing. weren't that great, so I didn't really get into it. Yeah, but it's been around. I mean, you know, are we going on 20 years possibly? Of Warcraft? Wow, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, and and it's you know, especially World of Warcraft, the other Warcraft has been around well over 20 years because I was playing that like pre college. And, and putting in the cheat codes and stuff like that so i could chop wood faster and everything else and uh but they got, finally got big enough and this is interesting and this can lead us to another topic uh that i was going to bring up today about video games that become movies and oh, did you see uncharted i did not but my daughter did and she's I, not happy we'll get to that we'll, oh, we'll get there. oh wow okay so um so warcraft <laughs> yeah i mean big names involved the animation was tight and it you know uh the the guy oh shit what's his name but from uh uh sons of anarchy was the the male human lead no um, wasn't him it was the guy from vikings you're right i get them confused it wasn't Me charlie too. hunnam it wasn't charlie hunnam it was the guy no. from vikings yeah. um whose name I you're talking about the movie now the movie, yep, World yes, of Warcraft yes. the movie. Okay, yeah. Um, so so but the, the point I was making before, Warcraft is a huge property, absolutely yes. huge. Yes. I will I'm not kidding when I say that's a billion dollar property. Okay. Um, and so you think, you know, you got some talent, you know, you got some good script writers, the animation looks good, that it should Dude, all kind of I come will together, say the, right? The animation was fantastic. Yeah, it, it was. The orcs looked great. Yeah, the special effects, the orcs, all of that looked fan. Yeah, it looked really good. It looked fantastic. And it was really an actual for the for for the people out there that don't hang out in fantasy world a lot, your only real ever introduction to an orc is from lord of the rings correct yeah so different yeah they run their culture different i mean and they're then when, yeah and then they're an intelligent get, people they're tribal but they're still right people, and when right? you when you meet the ones in this warcraft movie they're i kind of felt like they were like klingons yeah yeah tribal a violent nomadic race yeah but you know they're having marriages and children and right but that was emotions. that was just interesting to to yeah. to show that they're there's a human right. side to their the, culture. Yeah. The, the orcs in Lord of the Rings had no humanity. No, I mean, it, it was. Yeah. They were cannibalistic. They made them as disgusting as they could. Yes. But, but this World of Warcraft, they're like, I think because it's a race that you could have played, like in the video game. They're like, oh, people okay. actually like the orcs. Yeah. They, okay. they want to be a part of the horde. Like that's, okay. yeah. You know, the whole for the horde. I mean, there yeah. was merchandising going through on Warcraft for like crazy. Like, yeah, there was. And I, I and I, I, I liked every. It's weird. It was like watching the a movie was shit. Yeah, I mean, that, it was like that's... watching a movie, going like, "Wow, everything should be better." Yeah, like everything looks so cool, but there's but no substance behind I'm any still, of it. Still, I mean, and, and that's where it comes out of the script. You're still watching yeah. it, going. Even the special effects look good. The yeah. magic looked good. Yeah. Um, but the overall script and, and if you were to like tell the story of like okay so the orcs are coming out of the human plane they're going to do this and you kind of talk through it you're like that still sounds like a decent movie yeah but it did not no it did not I, go I, off I, like it should i was trying to watch it with a objective eye like for those of you that know for a long time i didn't turn a blind eye to fantasy but i don't think i ever gave it an actual you give it a fair shake. I mean, because it, it, it wasn't your genre. I mean, yeah, I was just like, I get it. I love why everybody does it. I mean, I'm sorry. I understand why everybody loves it. I'm just not there, but it's gotten a hold of me lately. And yeah, so I'm trying to watch everything <laughs> fantasy because that Vox Machina was fantastic. Wasn't it so good? Th thank you for putting that on uh, or telling me about that. That was fantastic. It was it was very well done in all aspects actually for the uh for the prime people that are in charge of that that are actually listening to this podcast <laughs> um you guys did a horrible job with the trailer in my opinion it it seemed like it was they were making fun of it more than anything and when you watch it oh no so, it's, yeah they kind of sold it as a bit more of a comedy than yeah a, and it's not it was well that advertising team had 
just about the easiest job in the world because Vox Machina has a, a critical role in general has a giant following. So anything okay, so they, so walk me through critical role. Do they follow Dungeons and Dragons or do are they inventing their own universe with those rules? <laughs> yes. So they are playing fifth edition, like okay. s- same as what we are. They are playing yeah. fifth edition. Okay. And but everything like Teldore and everything else is Matt Mercer's creation. Um, and so he created another realm, right? But okay. it became so big that it's been integrated in like Wizards of the Coast went, let's talk. Let's, I mean, there's a, they've got a whole book called wild Mount. Like that's, that's Matt Mercer wild like, and out wild Mount wild Mount. Yeah. Dang. Trials of wild Mount. Um, yeah. Sounds like a fun it, time up in the mountain somewhere. It, it's in, like Teldori's got a book coming out, a, a whole source book where you can adventure and go through the spires. And I mean, the, okay. air, the, the, the fire Shari, the air Shari. I mean, all those, that race is going to be, it's all being integrated in. Right. So, okay. Um, so the answer is yes, they are creating their own worlds and their own cities and everything else. But um, wizards is partnering with them. And I'm I'm sure they because they're so that. popular, they're yeah. insanely popular. Yeah. Uh, to all of you out there that do D and D, and when I say D and D, I mean Dungeons and Dragons. For all of you guys out there that do that and have watched this stuff, I'm sorry. This is the one thing I don't get, and I understand why. It actually, is popular from what I understand. They're very. Um, they oh, I see. Are, okay. They are voice actors. <clears throat> Yes, the cr- yes. critical. I'm talking role about there. critical role on Twitch. Yeah, they they stream on Twitch on Thursday okay. nights, and then you can watch uh, replays of it on YouTube. Right, Vox Machina is awesome. Anybody, even if you're not into Dungeons and Dragons, that's actually a really good show just in general. So yeah, um, there's there's nothing it, in there that's so D and D specific that a basic fantasy person can't grasp it. Right, right. Not only that, it, it's it's very. I think I would think the only thing fantasy in there is a dragon and the giant grog. That's about it. Everybody else, you you could, without knowing much, you could just go as is. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's vampires and there's yeah. zombies and liches and yeah, things of that nature. But yeah. but as as a uh, OG D and D player, I'm watching and I'm watching and I'm like, oh, he cast that spell. Okay, he did this, but yeah. my kids that also watched it because they're old enough, um, they're like just enjoying it. Like they don't they don't know that that's a mage hand that Scanlan keeps casting, right, or, or anything like that. By the way, it is not for little kids. No, don't just, let the don't let the animation fool you. It when we not, say animation, we're not talking cartoons. Yes, yeah, this Good is point. just an animated series. Yeah, because these guys are voice actors and they they do like half the anime that comes into this country. So, yeah. Yeah. um, that's what they do, and they it's a great story of a bunch of nerds that started just you know when Twitch was young. They said, hey, why don't we just you know broadcast our D D sessions yeah if we can get one marshal to watch us who knows yeah and <laughs> it went it went gangbusters and yeah. also they were like well shit we can make some real money doing this and so they created a company called critical role and it started to get bigger and 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 now that they're you know uh hasbro is having wizards of the coast that you know you know what's that's keeping hasbro it is, yeah. Uh, Hasbro, the toy company, bought Wizards of the Coast years ago, mm-hmm. um, and Wizards of the Coast is their biggest earner so far with uh, with D and D and Magic the Gathering and the board games that they also produce. And so, um, what I'm getting at is that Critical Role became so big that uh, they put out a Kickstarter for an animated series. Like it would be cool if we could do an animated series. We're hoping to get, and I'm I may be wrong on my numbers here. But they were hoping to get, um, I want to say like three million to do right. an animated series. And if you go back and watch their old opening sequence, I think it was going to be in that style of animation. Uh, they got like almost twelve million in a very short amount of time. Wow! And they went, oh, we could do a much bigger show. And so then the show got delayed a little bit as they redid their plans. But right, yeah. and that's how we got Vox Machina. That yeah. was. I know, can picture made... the first, the first two episodes, or the one where they're, yeah, the first two episodes. I can see that that was their idea at first. 
Yeah. It, well, and not even that. I mean, they produced the whole thing and I think screened it for, for Amazon Prime and Prime's like, yeah, we want that. And yeah, so we'll take that. Prime broadcast it. I don't know if they bought it, but they broadcast it. And I really hope there's a season two because. Yeah, me too. I heard uh, it's. It, it's really good. It's really good. It's it was I was very pleasantly surprised with it yeah. all, with it all. It ends up if you're a fan of of fantasy and if you're a fan of adult fantasy, meaning like PG thirteen to rated R kind of fantasy, this is right up your alley. Dare I say if you're even not a fan of fantasy, if you were to watch this and think to yourself, Guardians of the Galaxy meets Dungeons and Dragons, I yeah. think you would that this this could open you up to going, all right, what is this Dungeons and Dragons thing? I heard my <laughs> I heard my little geeky brother over there playing it with his friends. Now, what is this? Well, and that's the part of the amazing thing about D&D is like that, you know, going back for decades, it was for nerds only. Like yeah. you had to seek it out. If you were playing D&D, like I started playing D&D in high school. Um, I, I got my first player's handbook. I was 14 or 15. And a guy gave it to me because he was done playing. He's like, here, you can have mine. I yeah. really wish I would have held on to it. Um, and so, you know, I'm starting to look through. I'm starting to try to learn how to play the game. I knew of nobody that played this game. Nobody. And so I had the book for two years. Uh, and me and one other guy, we would roll up characters every once in a while, but we really didn't know how to play. Yeah. He he found a group. Um and they let him into play and again we're high school kids and so then he's playing with a bunch of like mid 20 to late mid 20 to early 30 year olds okay um and that group kept him in for a little bit and then they went this was a really bad idea letting a high school kid in because he was you know they have a they have a very well-established group with relationships Okay. And, and everything kind of played out and they let in this high school kid who's coming in playing a minotaur and kills everything on site without without even really thinking about it and just really kind of broke their game and they went uh, that's not a good idea so um and i for me it took my i had to convince my parents to let me play because mom was still kind of stuck in the it's witchcraft kind of well that that was kind a of big piece. thing in the 80s right i it, remember well, like a lot of moms blaming yeah. like you know because you can this it's devil worship and it's satanic. yeah so so that whole thing and my mom even gave me a, a a little pamphlet it was i don't even call it a book it's this little pamphlet it was titled the she christians loves Re you and yeah, i know dungeons and dragons doesn't it was the christians response to dungeons and dragons and it was so i mean when you when you're talking to somebody who's like so far on a political scale that you're trying to speak logic to them and they're just blurting out like random bullshit for answers. That's what this pamphlet was. Because uh, like there's, you know, you have ability scores in D&D &D, and one of the ability, ability scores is charisma. And so the book was like, they use charisma as part of a natural ability, much like Adolf Hitler had charisma. When he <laughs> took over Germany. And I'm like, I'm reading this. And again, I'm is like, that for real? Are you? It is. No, this is no, oh, no, no. Wow. This was a, this was printed in the book. I remember wow. reading it going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and just, just could not believe That's it. not bad for being and, 14 years old and figuring that out. Oh yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. Uh, my young 14 year old said, Oh wow. Well, Hitler no, did. I, well, you know, I, I was, and I was so, I was very bent on like, I want to try to play this game. I see. Um, and so like, and I, I remember I, I didn't want to just outright defy my parents. In of course. Not. So, so I was like, okay, maybe I'll go talk to my pastor about it. And so we set up a meeting. I bring in my books and I'm like, I want to talk about this. And he's like, um, well, he's like, what do you want to know? I said, well, have you played? He goes, no. So, okay, well, that's already kind of putting us behind the eight ball. Cause do you know me? He's like, well, he's like, it's possibly dangerous. I said, why? Like, explain to me why? Well, you know, if you play, you can like lose yourself in it. I said, what do you mean? Lose yourself in it. Like, you think I'm going to, all of a sudden start to think that I'm my character. He's like, I think I've heard of that happening. And I'm like, are you talking about the instance in New York? And he says, yes. So and one instance. So there was one. Fire. Yes. There was one instance in New York where a teenager 
they were playing and they were playing Dungeons and Dragons, but then they were like, you know, they were full on like dressing up as their characters. They were LARPing, right? Yeah, they were LARPing and like sneaking through the streets of New York and everything else. And then they discovered that I'm going to get my headphones cut on my hood. Um, they discovered that there's this whole maze of sewer systems that you can, if you know your way around New York well enough, you can get in there. There's like a whole underground city in New York that you right, can yeah. get into. Built on top of it. Yeah. Yep. And so they were going in there and they were playing D&D. And this kid took this opportunity. His home life sucked, like absolutely sucked. Like he was abused by his father. Maybe it was a stepfather. So this is the only his place mother he shined. And so, yeah, he, he had this, but he was a great player and people loved it. And so what he did is that he got a backpack together and decided to run away. And he was going to say, like, I'm going to go play D&D with my friends. And then he never returned home. His friends played. They went home and he ran away. Like, that was going to be his plan. During that, I mean, so the sub-levels beneath New York City, it's, it's like some of them are like stories. Like, um, entire buildings are underneath there. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so he, you know, I don't know if it was a flashlight went dead, whatever. He had He misstepped. And he fell about 70 feet down this sewer line and died. And so the media went nuts and said, teen dies playing Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Not what happened. They could have been playing flashlight tag down there. Exactly. It could have been anything, but they just, (laughs) and, and just like, you know, a relatable thing would be when Columbine happened when we were in college and they went, these boys play video games must be the video games well not only that it was the matrix was bad because they had trench coats correct yep. yes so the yeah. media was trying to force those connections and like yeah. extremists you know were trying to force those connections for something they didn't like yeah and so it, it kind of caught fire and, and that's when people are like dungeons and dragons is bad and i'm like and then eventually you know i went through the process and then my mom eventually kind of they gave and they said, well, let's try. Um, and they saw me. Uh, the, so the guy that I was rolling up characters with, he's like, well, I can try to run a game. I'm like, okay, so we're up at this cabin um, in Stoughton, Wisconsin. In the woods? A, no, no. And, and like our whole families that were there. We're surrounded and we're sitting at the dining room. You didn't table. come across a ne- Necronomicon or nothing like we, that? We, no. we did not. Um, and we're like, you know, we're rolling dice and I've got my character sheet out and I'm erasing stuff. And a mom looks and goes, this is it yeah yeah this is it mom she's like okay and then where's, she walks where's away the and pentagons I, where's yeah. the seances yeah where's, where's the, the pentagrams where, where's the chanting i mean it was it was all of that and uh when she really saw what it was which is a couple chubby nerds rolling dice yeah. she was Going, like oh you got them yeah <laughs> Going, natural 20 natural 20 and, and you know <laughs> Yeah. And that's as far as it got. So, yeah. yeah she, <laughs> What's after a natural that, 20? That's a critical hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. That just means like, okay. That's the, yeah, that's it the means best you can get. It's the best it you can get. On a 20 okay. sided die, it's the best row you can get. It's an automatic success. Okay. So, you know, we're just, and, and we're playing, and, and it's not yeah. like my friend was running the game very well, but we, we had a little skirmish thing happening where we're like killing goblins or something like that. And, yeah. and you know, he's trying to describe a scene, and mom's going, this is dumb and, and walked away. I mean, <laughs> right. yeah, she's like, I have nothing to worry about here. Yep. Yep. And, yeah. and it was history after that. Yeah. So. Interesting. But Interesting. you, and, and, and yes, we are bouncing around folks because we don't really have an agenda. We don't have a subject. Um, if you guys want to give us a subject. Yeah. Throw it in the comment put some box, questions we'll in there. Yeah. Get yeah. after it. Um, now's the time to ask Johnny anything, but you, I mean, in the past, what we'd say like two months, You've come into D and D like you something. Pete, what was it that like got your curiosity up? Just um, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I like to write stories, and Doctor Strange got me into it. So okay, okay, uh, I'm a big I'm a big Doctor Strange fan. In fact, I I, I always kind of liked him, but I didn't know him, and I didn't really care enough to pick up a comic book and read about him. But what really piqued my interest was. MCU Doctor Strange. I was like, mm-hmm. this is really cool. Um, so I just, I think I, I, I just, oh, I was trying to write one of my stories and I was trying to figure out, okay, how does magic work? And let me just read some of these. And so I typed up types of magic and I came across 
the eight schools in D and D. Yeah. And I started reading those. I'm like, okay, there's something here. Okay. For me to understand more about this, I'm going to have to join a game a game with Greg. That way I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And that's when I called you up and I was like, Hey, got a D and D question for you. And you probably just about dropped everything. It was like, what? Well, I, yeah. Initially <laughs> I'm like, what, what in the world would he want to ask me about D and D? Did he mean TNT or something? Yeah. I really thought I'm like, what's that? Yeah. And then I just, I decided to uh, drop in and uh, hang out with a couple uh, with your group and see what it was about. And it was, it's still, it's still it, yeah, it's still confusing as shit though. Because I see other front like, uh, you know, other players that are way more experienced in this. They're doing all these things I didn't know you had to. I thought you have to have a turn before you can roll, and I thought you have to. Sometimes people roll and they use different roll dice, and sometimes they use like sure. yeah. And I'm like, what? How did he? How did he go four times in a row? I don't understand it. Oh, like, so the my different action? Act- yeah, my action was just okay. I floated. On to the next guy, and then he decides to do a somersault, do a flip, then throw 36 punches, then throw 36 kicks, and then throw something else. And I was like, How the hell did he do all that? Like, yeah. I just floated. Like, that was my like, action. That was, I took my whole action to float. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand all that. I still don't understand all of those rules, but yeah, there's, and that but, it used to be like in previous editions, like that was your turn. Like, you got to float, and that was it. <laughs> But now that's that's your move. That's your, your action is broken up into different sub actions. You like your right. move actions and your attack. Well, not only that, you're not very. Action. Your group isn't very by the book. We're by the book enough. Yeah, like, yeah. If and the first, like, I don't know if it's in the DM's guide somewhere. It's in one of the books where it's like, if your people aren't having fun, then then you can bend some rules. Like, there's I certain would agree things. With that. Because this is supposed to be creative, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. It's dynamic storytelling, yeah. Um, and so yeah, I mean, if and it's there's I'm different, not... and, and what you're saying about the rules, yeah, there's yeah, there are people we call them rules lawyers, like that's the game term for people that are so by the book that it makes it not fun. Yeah, and they're like fucking rules lawyers. Yeah, I. What's amazes me, honestly, is that there's a guy, I think he created the Forgotten Realms, and his entire life is he wants to plan out. And I, I read a quote. I don't know how I came across this, but I came up. I'm just doing so much research. It's ridiculous. But um, he wants to like go into great detail of every blade of grass in the Forgotten Realms. I'm thinking wow, like you're going to spend your whole life doing this, you know? And then there's a one guy that says like his full-time job is to explain Dungeons and Dragons on YouTube. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Wow. There are, there are people, I mean, are you talking about Ed Greenwood, the creator of Forgotten Realms, Ed Greenwood? Yes. That guy, that's, that's what he says. That's, that was his term. Uh, um, I want to explain. I want everybody to understand where every blade of grass comes from. And I was like, okay, whoa. Well, if you make a living at it and you love it, then go ahead, Ed. Yeah. Um, the out in California, because this is blown up so much. There have been like, like oh, said, that's it, I want to ask was, you. I want to ask you that. Pockets of nerds were playing like in right. secret, and then all and of a sudden, it blew up recently. Yep, recently. We, we, so I think with the popularity of Critical Role, that started to help. Okay. But then we had like celebrities that were starting to come out of the woodwork and yeah. say, I've been playing D and D for decades. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I think one of the first ones was Robin Williams was like, Oh, I'm a lot. He was a longtime comic book nerd and D and D. Can you imagine him and Belushi doing this? Oh my gosh. That Can you would, imagine that table? N- no, I can't because from what I understand, Robin was like a serious gamer. Like he took it very seriously. Like had, had his backstory, had his characters like persona. No, that's what I'm saying. Out. Like, have you ever watched that man? Like, no. In- <laughs> I mean, like if he was a bard, I would think it would just be constant chaos because you couldn't control it. But yeah. I don't think he played those kind of. He was like, he was like serious wizards and thieves, and rogues, and, and, and thieves and rogues. But then, like, uh, um, Joe Joe Mag- Maganello, Maganello, 
um from magic mike and true blood like he he was first thing i ever saw him in was he was the first flash thompson and sam raimi's uh, spider right but he's a big boy he's a good looking dude yep and he's a giant nerd he's married to uh sophia vergara do you find okay obviously physically she's very eye appealing (laughs) but i know where you're going i can i i can't watch her no i can't stand the way she talks and i and now i think her accent has become a caricature of her like to where she has to do that the whole time yeah to get a laugh like yeah like she can't just talk regularly that's to be and just go completely um exaggerate the the accent more than it really needs to be exaggerated i don't don't think i've ever seen her on like interviews or stuff like that because i don't watch daytime tv but but yeah maybe she does that maybe she doesn't you're right though she's just saying woman joe i i get it physically i get it moving on like but i just get like joe do you want a sandwich like that would just annoy the shit out of me after a while i'd be like maybe just, maybe they just speak spanish in the house and you just not bring as... the sandwich do you have to talk to me yeah. can you just bring it here i don't know naked can you just come here naked <laughs> she's no, a beautiful you... woman she's a beautiful woman yeah why can't i appreciate the figure you can you yes. can I don't... Yes. anyway that's his wife so that's his wife that's yeah. who he's married to this yes. giant nerd is married to that woman he created a full-on D room in his the basement of his house it was supposed it was an old wine cellar that she was going to turn into a yoga studio and, he <laughs> and went, he's like and no, he, no 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 he went no i got a better idea and he made that his celebrity D room where he said he's, over he's got he's got uh professional wrestlers um you know uh Fame, other famous people jack black yeah. um, uh also i think a lot host. of the I mean, party from just True blood it. probably got into it yeah because like, ann is her name ann warhol or something like that is that her name oh yes the redhead um yep from and, true blood yeah she's she's like a celebrity dm like she yes. runs a fantastic game i hear um and so yeah all, i mean and all these actors that i think played anyway started to be like oh yeah no i play you play oh yeah i play and so they started to have like these other celebrity D nights and then it got to be like cool like fans of theirs went well maybe i want to try this D thing and then fifth edition came out and it also became much more accessible do you and think boom it yeah. just hit do you think it had a lot to do with the fact that um that maybe marvel brought all the nerds a little like, bit, yeah. You know what I mean? It, like everybody was like, at hey, the right Iron time. Man's actually a really good movie. Like, yeah, you know, and what else is cool out there besides all of a sudden reading a graphic novel on the subway was not seen, you're not seen as like some kind of weird outcast if you're a grown man reading a right. comic book. They're like, right. Oh, he's an auteur. I mean, or whatever <laughs> it is you're reading. What or you an know, auteur. What's an auteur? Uh, just another word for artist, like oh. a serious artist. I mean, that sounds serious. Yeah. I mean, it became okay to do some of these things, which by the way, internationally has always been fine. You go to Europe, you see people reading graphic novels all the time. You Japan. go to Japan. Japan's huge. Ooh, that's a big deal in Japan. You don't, you don't diss a manga in Japan. I mean, no. you're like, I mean, if you talk down to somebody for reading a manga on a subway, they're like, what's wrong with you? I mean, it's, did you ever get talked down to? Sure, I did. Yeah, as a, I was one of the only nerds that was out in my high school. Like, I was out <laughs> as a nerd. Um, I, I like I read the comics. I wore Pinky and the Brain T-shirts. I mean, I it was known that I was into cartoons and movies and comics, and I tried to play D and D when I could. And I mean that I was yeah. I was there. Now, other people in our adult closet, lives, her closet, yeah. Other people that I mean, I knew in high school because I went to a small high school. Yeah, but I didn't know that they were doing these things because they were doing it off on their <laughs> Listen own. Listen to I what mean, we're talking about. We're I know they're sounding like, uh, like if you're, uh, like you're in the closet yeah, because yeah, like sexuality I, well, or something. <laughs> it was, it, but it was, you know, it, it that, was no. But it was. you're so, right, though. That's how it was. I remember how it was specifically, and and this was in the uh, mid early to mid nineties. And it was worse in the eighties. Like it was if worse people, in the 80s. if people knew you were playing D and D in the eighties, like you could be bullied, you could be beat up. I they mean, had cool that. toys in the eighties, though. Of them, yeah, they did. Yeah, I, mean, 
I remember yeah. I collected a guy. He had a blue helmet on with like a fin. Oh, yeah. They were like uh, fins. I think that's Lord Azroth is his name. Yeah. And he it was weird. He he, he dressed weird because he had one leg that was totally covered. One leg was not covered. It was weird. Yeah. It was like was it was like a part of his costume, like chainmail or something. Yeah. Like and then they had a knight. I think his name was Steelheart. God, maybe. Know, right. But maybe. they were both in Dungeons and Dragons, the t- the cartoon on Saturday mornings. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I do. Yeah. yeah. Was what, which was also like <laughs> parents went nuts on that. They're like, this is the devil's game. And they made a cartoon yeah. out of it. Yeah, man. Um, the. Anyway, now that it's big and it's like like Stranger Things, they're playing D and D, and yes, they were. All of a sudden, kids. Well, they named the monsters loved... after them. They named the yeah. monsters after the, the Demogorgon. Was a totally D and D reference. So it was um, the mind flare. So my kids were watching, and they're like, "Dad plays D and D. Can we play D and D? Yeah, we can." You know, and we uh-huh. started to do family night games, and we've done a couple of those. And... Yeah, how those it's go? Cool uh it's a stretch as a (laughs) as a dad running and trying to run a game yeah and that's where that you bend the rules that can be bent for the fun of the group yep yep because they're just doing their thing man i actually i actually give you and uh your other friend a lot of credit and i give a lot of credit to the people now they're okay for those of you that don't know what we're still talking about (laughs) D D. There is a guy that controls and sets up the scene and controls the maps and storyteller. He's the storyteller, but it's more than storytelling because it's, it's forward thinking. It's setting up kind of the entire adventure that you're going to go through for that session. And it's, it's making sure the map is correct and making sure everybody sees what's going on. And you're, I think you're rolling for the threats we take on and you're rolling yep. for to see if like, yeah, you're rolling for any threats and, and it's playing chess, like one on six or however big your group is. Like you have to think That's like in, in chess where you're trying to think like so many moves ahead of your opponent. Yeah. You're doing that. But with each character in your group, you're trying to think ahead of what they can and can't do. Yes. and how they might interact with each other and yeah it's yeah it's that a takes lot a of, lot that's that's a lot it's a lot like to me that that would that would consume my entire week to put on one little no, performance and that's that's just it it's you i used to do that like when i first started to run games it was very much like i need to have everything planned out i need to know what's going to happen um because when you plan that much it never works you, out. Your players are going to think of something completely different that you didn't even enter into your head. Yeah. My mom used to shit. say a saying that has always stuck with me. When you plan, God laughs. Yeah. It's it's very much kind of like that. Yeah. Um, like your players are going to come up with some other harebrained scheme that you did not think of. You didn't even think about And that. then you just you just need to be comfortable enough with the game to be like, all right, let's roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> be like, okay, here we go. Yeah. No, but I, I give you guys a lot of credit because it, it it takes it takes time and probably a lot of patience. Um, I would imagine a lot of patience. You're like Jesus. I just need you to move left. I just need you to go left. Oh yeah. The, <laughs> in fact, one night, like I wanted to get to this one room, like that was literally in the center of the map, and you guys just went all the way around <laughs> everything. <laughs> like you started at the door. To the all room. we had to do was like, walk south. All you had to do was go <laughs> through this door, and you went, "Nope." You went back all the way around, and at the end of the night, where do you end up? Right in front of that same fucking door. And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, here we are again, kids." Yeah, so yeah that would that would uh, that would drive me nuts. That would make me go. And all of a sudden, you hear, "Yeah, get out of the room. Go this way." Who said that? I did. Go this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Um, so far though, uh, I think I think it's an easy transition into your group. I don't think you're. I I thought there was actually going to be some sort of a, uh, like, don't talk to the new guy. Let him like earn hazing, his stripes. Like we're yeah. gonna. Yeah. There would be some sort of. There would be some sort of a uh, like, like let him earn his stripes. Don't no no don't, don't do this or don't do that or you know whatever his name is let's mispronounce it several hundred times no and let this be known for anybody that ever wants to get into a, a D group like i would say 90 percent, or maybe even 95 percent of the groups 
they want you to come in. They want you to game that like they will teach you the game and you're like, well, I don't have any dice. Trust me. We have plenty. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to You only need digital dice now. You don't really need. Right. And, and, and like, like you're right. We play online because we're all to the four corners of the winds. Um, right. But if we were live at a table, which I hope to do someday, like to get the group together and, and put a Tony has my figurine already for me. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know, doing doing that adds a different element to it when we're all sitting there with our pencil and paper and we're actually rolling the dice and stuff like that. But what um, do you need the pencil and paper for? That's your character sheet, and then you're keeping notes on what's happening. So if you, you take mean, I hit, have to print it out too. Yeah, but it's all on D and D Beyond. It's fine. I think you're full um, of it. I think that, we'd all. I think we'd all get our laptops and we'd just do that. Well, there, and that's you could. You certainly yeah, could. Yeah. Um. So the where it's going uh, that any any group will welcome you in if you go to uh a lot of these game stores that are starting to open back up and they're starting game nights again after uh being locked down from the pandemic if you said when's your D night they'll give you the night of the week are there any groups that have an opening yep over here and you can go in and with a group of perfect strangers and within a couple game sessions you're going to be friends and having a good time and any group that would try to block someone out like that you probably want to be there they're anyway. missing the heart of the game so this what's the heart of the game it's it's socializing it's fun socializing. It's, it's it's having adventures with your friends and you know in, in a realm that we can't physically do um and that's what it is i mean it's it's all about the camaraderie of setting a goal together and being able to accomplish it now we had on a few uh i would say a few months back two guys that actually put on um night armor and they go out and they fight each other yes yeah have you ever wanted to do like a live action like that level this no no no, a step down from that i think they call it larping well, yeah, I mean, Cause every cause... time I'm going to play a game with you guys, my wife says, uh, so are you LARPing tonight? I'm like, no, haven't done that yet at <laughs> nope, all, ever. No, nope. um, <laughs> I've done a couple LARPs actually in my day. Okay. Um, is there, is there a big stigma that is like, yes, are the Dungeons I, and Dragons people like, okay, LARPers, you guys are a little bit, a little um, too far. There was a game. It's not in the D and D world called vampire, the masquerade. And oh, it was okay. very much built around a LARP system. And did you wear teeth, Greg? No, no, you I did not. Okay. Um, I went for two years in I, a friend of mine uh, in college. So, I mean, we were in college when I did this. Um, Stevens Point used to have a, a university. Stevens Point had a gaming convention, a small local gaming convention. And on, I think, Saturday night, was there was really a van- popular for a while. There was a vampire LARP up there. The, yeah, their gaming group has been around for a long time. No, and I'm talking about the Masquerade, the vampire. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, a role-playing that, game. That was popular for all the golf kids really got into that one yeah. because it was like, oh, yes, vampires being all dark and spooky. Yeah, and stuff. I get to be on Eric Summersor now. But what I really liked is that in this game, they had like all your stereotypical vampires were like different clans. So you had like the crazy ones and they were like one clan. And then you had the very refined and business type or the, like the, that, and that was Talk a different clan and then you had just like the normal folk and they were a different clan yeah. um and and so i went up there and twice so uh i did it two years in a row and that felt a little awkward like i'm walking around their university center um <laughs> one year i did go in costume uh i i that was a lumberjack vampire so i was wearing like a lumberjack vampire. lumberjack vampire so i had the work gloves the plaid shirt uh oh shit. you just walked around with an and, axe and no not an axe oh, they, they didn't allow me to do that yeah um, no kidding. but i put on a bad canadian accent and i just started walking around and god and good for you if you pulled this shit how long did you stay in character uh, i don't know for four to six hours however long the game was i don't really remember were you, were you drinking we did drink a little yeah <laughs> i but, would think you'd have to but the other thing was like and they it was like at the university center so they had different rooms were supposed to be like okay this room is the nightclub and this room is actually a park and this room is a museum but, oh you were you okay i i'm sorry i just pictured you walking around an entire university 
No, not the entire university. It was oh, in like okay. a university center. So it was yes. like in the, within this okay, one building. Okay, so they building. rented it out and they turned it into Correct. a... Oh, okay. But it's a university center. So there's still regular students walking around yeah. on the weekend. And here I am in a lumberjack costume. And to be invisible, I think you had to do this. And so I'm walking down this hallway, like walking down with arms over my chest. And people are like, what the wow. hell? is going on but i think it's because everybody that went to school there kind of knew what was going on <laughs> what was going on it was less weird but if you want to tie that shit where we went to school they would no they wouldn't no no you would no. get the cops going there's a freaky dude running around and yeah, he's in a lumberjack like, costume yeah it, it was invisible you know i just pictured that guy from uh emperor's new groove yeah yeah it's it's a little like that and and then, you know, we did that. Uh, we played until like, I think one or two o'clock and then we ended up at a Denny's. <laughs> we wow. Were, yeah. Good for you for trying that out. At that I age. gave it a I, shot. I, I gave it a shot. That's what I'm saying. You at least gave it a shot. I would it, have been like, you can all go it's, kick rocks. Dude, I no, 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 dude. That. It is all improv. That is, that is really what it was. Like yeah. if you wanted, it was like a, a, a anybody take like it too a, far. Not like, that I ever oh, saw. Shit, you really think you're a vampire? Nope, nope. nope. I didn't see anybody do that. I've uh, maybe I had heard a story or two of somebody like, yeah, that there was a dude that did. But there was a guy super talented. Um, he, whatever clan he played, he spoke in verse, and this is improv. What do you mean? So he would rhyme. I mean, oh, not not oh. like rap rhyming, like Roadblock. Yes, G.I. Joe. Yeah. A little bit, not as yeah. cheesy. Okay. But he was doing like full on Shakespearean, you know, in, in wow, pentameter. Good for, good for him. Like that's because that's how yes. good this this he was. He was like an English major, major and a theater minor, maybe. There you, yeah, of course. There you go. But he was just walking around. And, wow. And he would just come into a room and and just riff. Yeah, and just what. Well, in the conversation that you're having, because every character had like a mission sheet of like what yeah. you had to do, and you had your own storyline, which the runners of the game had they spent months. Like, how, how many players do we have coming to the LARP? Well, I think we have like 25. They wrote 25 characters, 25 backstories, wow. 25 to do lists of what to do, and they were amazing. Um, wow, good for them, yeah, and, and setting like all this, that up. And this guy, like, he had his character sheet and everything else, and he would riff just, and just do riff. these rhymes. And you're like, I, I was a crazy dude carrying around a lamp one year. Like, yeah. that was just my thing. Yeah. And and you're like, that. Who did you do this? Nothing. Did you do this for, like, a girl up there or something? Like, did no. you? Well, okay. So uh, my friend Ian, who grew up, we went to high school together. Yeah. Um, same town he went to stevens point and i heard about this gaming convention i'm like that sounds pretty cool he's like it is cool he's like if you want to come up to it you can stay at my place oh okay. awesome so and I then went you up. got kind of roped into it well it was just well i not like roped into it it was like well what what's you know what do we use like well it's like a regular it's like a mini gen con it's like a mini gaming convention you okay. show up and you play test play test different games or if you want to do like a game over yeah. here game over there but saturday night there's this event and we he's like the way it works is from like this time to this time is the game and yeah. usually we end up he's like and usually we end up at denny's afterward talking about the game and getting food i'm, like, <laughs> I'm just here for denny's i'm like cool man let's <laughs> let's right. do that so all right interesting yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and i knew nothing about the game like like um, other than it, I knew of its existence. I knew nothing of the rules, and I think at one point I totally threw off the game master because he's like, "Okay, why?" And he's like, "And like we all had name badges on it. If you wanted to talk out of character, you would cover up your name badge." Oh, he literally grabbed my hand and went, put it on my chest. He's like, "What were you thinking? Like what?" He's like, "I don't know what's going through your head with this." I'm like, "I don't know what the fuck I'm doing." Oh, <laughs> and he's like. He goes, what do you mean? I said, I've never played this game before. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like making this up as I go along. He's like, okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that he, he gave me like a quick crash course. Cause I'm like, we're all vampires. I'm just talking. And he's yeah. like, are you like out in public saying that? I'm like, yeah. Are we not supposed to are do that? He's like, that? 
He's like, no, it's like a hidden society yeah. kind of thing. I'm like, well, but I'm playing the crazy guy, so yeah. it didn't matter. All right. It was fun. Yeah. We're going to transition. <laughs> I was going to say, it's been about an hour. What else you want to yeah. talk about? No, I wanted to uh, talk about, like, um, I don't think there's Uncharted came out, what, this weekend? Mm. Yeah. Yes, Uncharted. There we what go. What did what did uh what did uh your daughter um so yeah I talked to her real quick her review and I I knew the reviews were coming in as very negative and she wore her her Tom Holland heart shirt to the to the movie yeah I was like what'd you think of it she went it was not good like she's like but it had tom holland in it so it wasn't like so no sequel no sequels coming oh she said it was a terrible film like just straight up yeah like i heard it was entertaining no she was not okay she's like at one point in the film i guess he breaks the fourth wall a couple times oh no and and she's like oh this is terrible like she's like tom was great because tom's always great but first off he is fantastic like he's a really good actor. He well, really he, is. He is, but when I think about like other movies that he's been in that I've really liked other yeah. than Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, you can't not, think of one? Not really. Like like not a lot that I can go. That was He a was in film. a really good movie, um but it was really heavy drama. So he was in one called Cherry, which I That's didn't not really the one. like that much. That's not the and one. And then he was another one called Devil All the Time. Yes, that was the one. Didn't really like that one much. No, I didn't say it was a good movie. I mean, no. it's a heavy oh, drama. Oh yeah, he, heavy, he heavy drama. Really well in it. He did. He acted he, well, as all I'm. Saying. I'm not, and that's what she said. I'm not saying he's better. I think right. You had some pretty decent actors and Mark Wahlberg in this movie, and but you, if the script is shit, what are you gonna do? Like they did the best yeah. they could with a with a shitty script, and it just comes down to it was another shitty video game movie that they put on screen. Okay, what's the best video game movie? I ever? don't know. I mean, is there how, one? Is there one? Not Why yet. can't people get that? Why can't I don't know? That? I don't know what the problem is. I mean, well, there's the one of, coming out. What in Prime or is it HBO? The The Last of Us. Yeah, that like there's there's a pretty good shot at that being at that good. one at that being good. It, well, because the that game itself, Laura Croft could already win an Oscar. No, Laura Croft was a terrible. No, 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 no. I'm saying that might be the best. Oh, sure. Video game. Mm. No, they did do that movie, didn't they? That's not a great movie either. Like they're all like, eh. like they're they're either eh or they're terrible. Like there's no like, like Mortal Kombat came out. A couple of years ago or like a year ago and you're we were all like oh this could be good this could be good and we watched it and went the first one was was oh shut up man no 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 i'm not no gonna, no, no, no i'm gonna be Matt, honest the first one was good but when you watch it again it's not what the first mortal, mortal Kombat that ever oh yeah no that was still a bad movie matt's on you're saying sonic and detective pokemon no those are not good films I'm sorry, Matt. They're not good. Detective Pokemon. I didn't even know that's a movie. Uh, it came out. Hey, wait. There, is that with Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds Pikachu? does a voice. Yeah. And you watch it, and I was like, oh, my God. Okay. But at the same time, I'm not the audience for that. My son liked it. I couldn't bring myself to watch Sonic. Uh, Cousin Clay says The Witcher. Oh. Kind, kind of. Kind of. The Witcher was a whole series of novels before yeah, it was, it was a, a novel before it was a video game that's right so that's right. i don't know if you say that the witcher series is based it's more based no. on the books no yeah, it is the yeah video it's game. absolutely the books yes you can't say it so a, you know. so i'm not gonna put that in the video no game. no i know people that would but I, i'm not gonna uh, no matt hitman was not a good movie <laughs> agent 47 is he just Alphonse? giving us video games yeah he's giving us video game movies <laughs> and i'm like no that was a shit movie too uh, <laughs> that was really horrible hit man yeah that yeah i mean consistently horrendous. you and, know was probably okay let's do let's have, let's have this one but but here's the thing assassins it, what was the worst oh was assassin's, assassin's creed, creed? Oh, that was, was so that bad. the was that the worst video game movie of all well time? you got to go back to the first bad video game movie is resident of, are the resident evil franchises the best ones at least maybe the first one first couple weren't how terrible. many have you seen how many have you seen i've seen a lot of them i've seen all of them 
Oh, I didn't see this latest one. I couldn't bring myself. Oh, no, no. I didn't see that either. You're right. There's a new one. The, rac- did, the right? Raccoon City. Can't, yeah, I didn't see that one. Can't bring I saw it. everyone with the Alice character. Yeah. And Neil, I like uh, Jonovic or Jonovic. Yeah. And I think the first two weren't terrible. They weren't great, but maybe I keep like it the on. Las Vegas one. Maybe when you're folding laundry, you can keep that one on. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the eh, maybe. But okay. Um, so that's uh that's. Cousin Clay says, you know, there's the new Halo series coming out on Paramount Plus, which I looks, did not know about that. Okay. Looks, looks pretty good. good. Does well, it? But well, in that a trailer looks good because that's the trailer guy's job is to make it look good. Right. But will it be good? I don't know. Yeah. I have I anytime there's a video game property coming out to any big screen or small screen, I have no Hey, I okay, I'm a sucker for anything treasure hunting. Anything Indiana sure. Jones flavor, I'm a sucker for. So when Uncharted, the video game came out, I was all about it. Well, and again, these are good games. Like, yeah, they, like they are. They're Agent very 47, the Hitman series is a great series. The Assassin's Creed series, one of my favorites yes. out there. Yes. Halo, great series. Yes. They just don't translate. It's, it's not that they don't translate into good movies because they could. Yeah. But they're missing the mark. The scripts are terrible. Yeah, I don't know why they they can't figure that out. You oh, would Pat. think they could <laughs> Street Fighter is the worst. Yeah, that could be Street Fighter could be the worst. That was pretty bad. My name is Guile. No, no, no. That was uh, that was Gully. 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 No, who's his? Who who did John Caldwell play? John Caldwell. Who do you play? That was Guile. Colonel Guile. Wasn't Colonel that Guile? his name? Guile. Yeah, wasn't that his was name? Guile? I just know that when your bad guy is the dude from the Adams family. Right. And I feel for Raul Julia because he, he died was, after that. He's a fantastic actor. The only reason he made Street Fighter was for his kids. It was like his last gift to his children who loved the series. And he knew it was shit, but he had like literally months left to live and made yeah. this movie. Like he was yeah. in so much pain during that movie, is what I read. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was so bad. <laughs> it's like, that's yes. what you went out on. It's like, oh, oh yeah. terrible. Yeah. I can't think of any. I heard that Uncharted was was good for what it is. I guess not. Huh? I, I, no, I haven't seen one good review. Oh, really? And, and, and that's just me reading. My personal books. belief is because Wahlberg fucked it up. <clears throat> Wahlberg was terrible for that role. He's in he's, nowhere near no, he's what not. that should be. No, not at all. It should have been the dude from Indiana Jones, Ray. Hey, Darren. Hey, Darren. Good look. Good looking at you, buddy. Darren's on. Um, oh, Hafford. Yeah, Hafford's on. Yeah, it should be. Oh, who'd you say the um, Winstone? What'd Ray you say Winston. For, yeah, Ray, Ray Winston. Win- yes, he should have been Sully. He should absolutely. Been. He should have. Yeah, absolutely. Or even the the dude they have in the trailer, who comes out like I think they're on the plane. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna give it a good Scottish welcome. I mean that <laughs> yeah. and and Tom yes. Allen's like, what? What that actor yeah. looked yeah. the part, sounded the part. He should have been no, that he didn't sound the part. Yeah, that dude's Sully, Scottish, Sully's right? not Scottish. He's not. Oh, I thought he was. No, okay. He's just but some even vagabond still, guy. I know what you're saying. Even still, he yeah. looked the part more than Wahlberg. Yeah. Okay, so so our review for something we haven't seen is <laughs> It's not no, that good. This being said, I you know, am I going to watch it when I can watch? I'm going to watch Paramount it. Mount Plus, probably. I'm yeah. totally going to watch it. I will watch it, and then halfway through, go, oh my god, this is terrible. You know what? I did watch this weekend. Yeah. Oh, cousin Clay just brought up Doom with the Rock. Oh, that was horrendous. So Oof. bad. That so was really bad. bad. What about Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, I, I actually remember that's... walking out of that theater going, "It's not bad." <laughs> but that's just it. We trick ourselves into thinking yes. it's a good movie. Yes. Yeah, it's um, like the last Transformers film. You so want to like it. You're like, it's Transformers. It's gonna be good. It's trans. It's it can't be all bad because it's Transformers. Oh uh, no, not no. And then I, you think I about it, you're out. like, I checked I out asleep. after. Yeah, I checked out after the second. I fell asleep in the theater. Like we did the full like gonna go see it as a. I as would. A, it is my big dream event, but oh, so bad. Yeah, it is my dream. To have Michael Bay film me turning around one time. Just turning around with doves around. in the background. Yeah, just no, no, I don't have to have doves, but I have to have that cool music and how he has that like he makes 
it's like an action pose. It's like, yeah. And Everything. the camera skin. This the, is the, the camera people. And the, the camera's the just going like, yeah, it's just going like that. And goes around and comes back. Yeah. It's like his own version of dramatic matrix or, or yeah. what's a bullet time. Yeah. 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 Bad boys. Yeah. Bad boy shot. God, I just need him to do that one time. Effort, catch up, buddy. He said, dude, where's my car? We're talking about bad video game movies. Dude, where's my car? He said, dude, where's my car? He's like, that's not a video game. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. No, you're out, buddy. Um, all right. The movie I watched, though, on HBO Max uh, Ooh, this what? weekend was Kingsman. Yeah. Like this, the the last one. Oh, yeah, that wasn't. They failed on that. OK, one good. I was like, where are you going with this? No, um, they, they failed on that one. That was. So, um, so Matt got that as a late arrival um, a couple of weeks ago. And Chris and I did a date night with it. And it was one of those like we hadn't been out just the two of us in a while. Yeah. So we did dinner. We get to the movie. We sit down and I really I really enjoyed the first Kingsman movie. Yes. I, I kind of enjoyed the second one. I did not. I, I thought it, I'm like, I thought it missed a couple marks, but I could see where they were going with it. And I was really excited for this one. Like the yes. the World War One, like how the Kingsman formed and everything else. Yeah. That is barely in the movie. Like it really is. I think that that film was the Kingsman was a different film that they had a complete script for and it wasn't really working out. And so they said, well, why don't we make this a tie in to uh, what's his name? Uh, the director, Matt, something um, on Matt, Matt Vaughn. Vaughn. Why don't we, why don't we put those into Matthew Vaughn's other films? Like, and we'll do a tie in with it. And they went, yeah, okay. That'll work. Oh it didn't, it didn't work. yeah. I, I think Ursula and I were watching it and I kept looking at Ursula going like, what's going on here like why why are we just doing this stuff like i don't understand what's going on but yeah no it was you know what's funny though they, when they, they lost me when archduke yeah. ferdinand got killed ursula goes spoiler alert yeah no but <laughs> <laughs> but she was like she's like uh she said something to where i i, I forgot what she said but i looked at her i go that really happened and she goes what I go, yeah, that's like what started World War One. She goes, that guy did. I'm like, well, not him specifically, but the Archduke <laughs> but Ferdinand. Yeah. That assassination. Yeah, was... That assassination. And she goes, is that how it happened? I go, I don't think it happened like that. Not Maybe it did. Precisely. I'm not sure. But somebody did. But... Climb, I believe someone did climb up in their car and shoot him. Yeah. Um, but no. What when they got when they went to Russia and oh yeah, that was Rasputin weird. That was so weird leg and you're like what the shit is yeah happening? i didn't understand that either i was like what I, is he fake oh, oh no he's really into this he's doing some kind of like russian this mysticism yeah oh it was it so weird. off and how, but i i did appreciate how every attempt they had at trying to kill him didn't work just like the legend of him yeah right yeah of rasputin yeah so yeah so such a missed opportunity no yeah it was a missed opportunity it, it could have been a lot better i did enjoy i've always enjoyed their fight scenes eh, yeah i did me, i've always enjoyed it and me i like too i, I think some of that them whole mark that whole idea of the the, the the tall mountain where the goats are and the bad guys hang oh, up at the mountain yeah. up there you know i like well, the idea i, I mean, the the one great thing about that film and he wasn't in it nearly enough um was the african actor uh from who plays shola shola yeah um eventually merlin um yes and his is it des desmond hinshu i think you're right i think i can never say his name you'd be closer than i would if i tried um but that was amazing i mean that dude's like in his like late 50s Amazing. and they've got one scene where he like takes a shirt off you're like damn that dude is still fit yeah like he looks better like now than so he was idris elba so was idris yeah. elba yeah 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 some about british actors i guess but <laughs> yeah yeah darren I... is just going off like naming all the shitty movies that you guys watch together so he's well, going yeah. on he's got the dude where's my car story yes. oh you guys saw that together battlefield earth oh that yeah terrible that was, that was tragic i think maybe darren's trying to make a pitch to be on the show where we just talk about shitty movies <laughs> that was is that what you're doing here darren you want to come back on the show and talk about bad movies yeah 
that would be kind of fun get a decent group of people together he gave a thumbs up um that would be that would be fun i do want to i do want to get darren on a show with ken and because ken's been on with us a couple times oh speaking and, of ken uh, another star trek is coming out with all the same group oh yeah we saw that yeah yeah, yeah. oh did you darren brings matrix four did you watch that horrendous oh God. yeah that was bad no that another, was that was that was worse than bad that was i don't give a shit what's going on here another one where i just i kept hope alive through the whole thing just like darren it's gotta, i've it's gotta yeah. be it's gotta be darren i got a question for you because <clears throat> i think you and i have talked about this offline maybe we should bring this to the forefront greg and i are getting really sick of the rock <laughs> i just want to know if our audience feels the same way or if it's just universe, like what if he ever yeah. wants to talk to us um well, maybe, maybe that'll get him to talk to us we're also getting a little it, tired of ryan reynolds and it's his, uh it's an oversaturation is what it is yes. like like just the dudes everywhere you turn yeah so does ryan reynolds yes like, everywhere you turn they're they've got their hands on a project or it's another commercial or something right. i i think uh rock fatigue that's a better word yeah we're getting rock fatigue yes just every five, like right when he was on the super, he goes, ladies, and I was like, oh, shit. yeah, well, he goes, ladies, and I'm like, this fucking guy. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. I I'm agree. Like, go home. Like, yeah, just, take a break. Go <laughs> home. Watch, yeah, just take a like, enjoy your kids and your family for at least three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't need another inspirational speech. Yeah. By the way, I was not a fan of what he wore. Tequila ad. Oh, his his I don't know what that was. It felt like something out of that wine color would have won, would have wore. (laughs) That's what it seemed like. Yeah, probably. I was like, oh, that's Slater when he's old enough. (laughs) What if they did a what if they did a Saved by the Bell with that's the rock Saturday Night Live sketch? Oh, is it is is already a Saturday? Oh no, I'm saying it could be. Like we're giving him ideas now. But yeah. And they get the guy from uh uh, Jack Reacher to play um, Zach Morris. Zach Morris, half of that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, get Jack Black to play uh, Screech, and Elizabeth Berkeley would still be Kelly. She'd still not be Kelly, yeah. not, not Kelly. Kelly. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. She would still be Jesse. I'm so excited. Oh. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> let's call it because yeah, this is we're going to start getting best. silly. All yeah. right, guys, take us out, Greg. Oh well Hurry up before Darren starts dropping more movies. <laughs> um well first off, tune in uh next week where Johnny and I are actually gonna be in the same room live. Um live trying to trying to maybe convince our wives like to sit on one side and like that they won't go on camera, but they could be on the other side of the mic and we just hear their voices and then they tell us how wonderful we are. Yeah. Um so uh, as you're going through your week, it's going to be my longest week in existence because I'm on vacation the following week. So that's just going to drag that's out. Hours. While I'm doing that, I'm going to remember uh, to check my sources and where I'm getting my information from. And I'm going to remember who I'm talking to so I don't want to offend them. I'm going to you know, respect how people communicate. And while I'm doing all that, I'm going to try really hard to not be a douche. There you go. So for the Greg, this is Johnny saying thank you very much. Podcast out. Take care, everybody. Good night, guys. See ya.